purpose of these episodes not at all, for advice or medical suggestions. These are aimed to provide support to peer pharmacists in training in educational and intellectually stimulating ways. Again, these are not at all for medical advice or medical suggestions. Please see your local board and state certified health professional. The views of this podcast represent those of my guests and I. You are very important, especially to us here at the New Chemist Podcasting Group. You listening in is significant. Vous êtes très important, surtout pour nous ici au New Chemist Podcasting Group. Votre écoute est significative. Usted es muy importante, especialmente para nosotros aquí en The Nuche Mist Podcasting Group. Usted escuchando, es significativo. Você é muito importante, especialmente para nós do The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Você ouvindo, é significativo. Είστε πολύ σημαντικοί, ειδικά για εμάς εδώ στο The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Το να ακούς είναι σημαντικό. Sie sind sehr wichtig, besonders für uns hier bei The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Es ist wichtig, dass du zuhörst. Je bent erg belangrijk, vooral voor ons hier bij The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Dat je meeluistert, is veel betekenend. You are very important. Especially to us here at The New Chemist Podcasting Group. You listening in is significant. Oh man, thank you Chase for joining me today. Welcome to the new Student Pharmacist Podcast Experience. It is so good to have you listening in today. On this podcast, we discuss chemistry, pharmacy, as well as leaders in pharmacy. We discuss successful techniques and people who are just exceeding and making an impact in society. We're so glad you're listening. Uh, feel free to download this podcast on wherever you listen, Pandora, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and, and the like. Um, we are so glad to have you here. My guest today is Chase Griffin. Wow, this is, this is, almost, this is amazing. So, uh, I'll just read his bio and then we'll get started. Chase Griffin, the quarterback at UCLA, is actually recognized leader in college, in the college name, image, likeness, 
Athlete Empowerment Movement. He's a two-time winner of National NIL Athlete and of the Year by Bloomberg as the undisputed king of college endorsement deals. It's the Los Angeles Times, as you see, athletes, magnetic marketer and name image like the superstar by ESPN. Based as a brand ambassador for JP Morgan Chase, American Eagle Outfitters, Degree, Unilever, Postmates, Uber, Shell, LegalZoom, Footlock Attempt, and the list continues. Um, in addition to being one of as a in the iconic Rose Bowl Stadium, he is inspired by the rich tradition and legacy of the pioneering UCLA athletes who have come before him and is using his NIL for good. Professionally, Chase is the athlete creator and resident at Range Sports, Range Media Partners. Um, he has a, his own newsletter, The Athletes Bureau. Um, he's a student executive and resident at UWG, um, and he's a Togo Foundation Fellow. Chase is a prolific content creator and branded entertainment, music production, and social content. In terms of his academic accomplishments, he's earned a BA in Public Affairs, a Master's in Education and Transformative Coaching and Leadership, and will soon complete a Master's in Legal Studies at UCLA Law. He's definitely doing a lot. He's a recipient of the National Arthur Ashe Jr. Football Scholar of the Year Award. He has won numerous awards, very accomplished, very articulated. Um, he's doing well. It's so glad to have him on the podcast today. So, um, Chase, let's get started. I have a question to you. Before I even get into all the questions, how, how do you manage all of this? Um, how are you? What drives you? That's the first thing I want to What is driving you? So I could get a little piece of that and see <laughs> apply it to my own career. What's driving you? Well, well, first off, David, thank you for that amazing introduction and thank you for having me on your show. It's uh, a pleasure to be here today speaking to, you know, whoever's tuning in, whether they be in the medical field or not. Um, mm-hmm. uh, as far as how I'm able to stay focused and how I'm able to stay engaged while doing the various activities that I focus on, um, mm-hmm. it comes down to habits. And I was I grew up in a household where uh, I've always loved sports. I've always mm-hmm. loved music, but school was always first. And so... Okay by having habits of doing homework immediately when I got home from school, practicing violin, and then going to training. These are all things that I've been doing since I was four and five years old. And when you get to college, it's really less about being able to continue to do those. It's about not letting your newfound freedoms or or not letting distractions take you off path. And so for Mm -hmm. me, I think I've done a pretty good job of keeping away from distractions and Very good. I've, I've done a good job of finding the joy in everything. That way, even when I'm tired, even in times where I may have a lapse in focus, I'm able to lock back in and treat everything I'm doing, whether it be on the field, off the field, in the classroom, as the best thing that I'm doing that day. And I try wow. to have fun with everything, count it all joy. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, count it all joy. Yeah, like the book of James, that's very good. Yeah, so what have been your long-standing interests in the fields of athletics and academics? So I see your career, but I want to hear what's your interest, what keeps you interested in this academic world? So my undergrad was in public affairs, governance and policy. I think when I look at my overall life goals, I want to build generational wealth early, and then I want to go into public service and plan wherever, you know, I feel like I can make the bigger difference. Uh, And do all of that while maintaining my faith. Sports 
that goes back a long time. My first sport was actually soccer. I grew up, you know, r- really enjoying watching Ronaldinho. Uh, okay, okay. Edzo play uh, back when they were at Barcelona together. And okay. I was sport for around five or six years, and that's really where I learned how to train and how to dominate. Okay. Um, but on Sundays, I always loved watching LaDainian Tomlinson score touchdowns. And so I always wanted to play football, but my parents told me that I couldn't until fifth grade. And so once fifth grade hit, that was my first season of quarterback. It was my first season of tackle football. And, uh, you know, it was the match for me. I, I really fell in love with the position and the sport. Mm-hmm. And that's how hey, um, yeah, I've also always been interested in basketball. Uh, I think outside of watching UCLA film, mm-hmm. I probably basketball than I do football, especially in season, because when you're in season, football sort of becomes your job. So, so you don't want to spend, you know, 10, 12 hours a day on something and then go home and watch other people do it. I'd rather watch a Lakers game. Uh, that way, when I come back to the facility in the morning, I feel refreshed and ready to lock in and ready yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah that's, I agree with that. Yeah, so, yeah, it's interesting you said, you said you learned how to train and dominate. What did that entail? Did that entail, like, your upbringing or, like, of course, you spoke about your habits, but you said train and dominate. Um, what what did that entail in terms of developing that skill? Well, my father's always expected a lot out of myself and my siblings. I, yeah, and my I mother, agree. Same here with me. Right. So you understand. And then my mother's a teacher. So yeah. when it came to school, uh, there was really no way out of it. You know, it wasn't like yeah. I could go to one parent and be like, ah, that, you know, they're being tough on me. It was like, no, the expectation is if you're not doing your homework, you're doing something wrong. And then over, uh-huh. even over the summers, uh, I love video games. So before I could play video games, I had to read 50 pages and do my workbook. And that went all the way, you know, through probably early middle school, early high school. And so I just, you know, doing well in school, to me, is just synonymous to what I do. Um, and so I take it's something that I take pride in. And I think when you have a priority set like that, it takes care of everything else. You know, no, my number one priority is always my favorite. And then family, and then the business I got a hand. Whether it's football, whether it's school, or whether it's NIL, really in that order now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Same with me, dude. Interestingly enough, like for me, um, I I had an upbringing which my, my father's physician, my mom's a professor. So of course, you know, academics is important. It's very important. But the the thing I like about my upbringing is you had the liberty to choose what in that area you would do. The expectation was set. You you must do well. Um, so yeah, that's good. So, um, how do you maintain the view of the bigger picture in your career and in your life in general? So, when you face challenges or face a struggle, um, I know you see, you have so much articulations and accomplishments, but I, I don't know. You may have not, but you may have encountered some challenges or some 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 struggles. How do you maintain um, view of your overarching goals when you face those types of things? What do you do? For me, perspective is everything. And uh-huh. I think by nature, I'm an even kill person where, you know, I never get too high, never get too low. And I think a lot of that stems from just how I view life in general. Okay. Um, in the grand scheme of things, life is very short. Uh, and a lot of the things that we attribute, you know, large amounts of value to don't really matter. Um, just frankly, don't. Uh, and a lot of the accomplishments we have are uh, by the grace of God. So I, yes. I never feel I never feel like 
uh, me accomplishing something or me being good at something is something I'm doing alone, uh, let mm-hmm. alone doing it myself at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, this is something I've had to work at more and more throughout college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was Gatorade Player of the Year my senior year in Texas, so I'm coming off being, you know, in my opinion, the best player in the best state in the country as far as high school football goes. And then I'm not playing that year. You know, I'm, I'm red shirting. Uh, and so that that's a big shock to any 18-year-old who feels like they just made their best choice to get to the NFL. And mm-hmm. if you see a dream in that moment, it's easy to get discouraged. And I did. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's something that a lot of freshmen go through. But for me, it was about taking a step back, realizing what mm-hmm. really mattered to me, mm-hmm. realizing that there's things that I can control and there's things that I can't control. Yes. And as long as I lean into my faith, um, that it'll all work out, not just exactly how it should be, but even better than I could have planned it. Um, wow. I, good. I always tell people I'm not a big planner. Um, I definitely have goals and I, I have visions in mind that uh, I think keep me on track as far as realizing the things I do now will have consequences later, good and bad. Uh-huh. Uh, but at the same time, I could never tell someone what I'll be doing in 10 years because I think that's hubris to, to think. A man, a man can have plans, but the Lord actually guides the steps. So, as long as I, I, I remain trust, trusting in that, uh, I know that I'll have peace. However, it ends up, and I'll continue giving myself the best shot to reach my goals. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And like you know, even for me, you know, you know, articulations, pedigree, accomplishments—they all, like you said, they're by God's grace. And you know, like the end game, the target. Like if you, were, if your life was like an art. Like, bullseye is to make sure that you give God glory or you live a life that reflects him but you one of the people that you encounter all of that plays out in your vacation in your personal life or whatever the case may be so how you've been adaptive adaptive and creative in the field of public service what do you do like I know I see I even saw like I did a little bit of Google searching you know you basically full Google fill up Google I typed in your name <laughs> yeah you, you're doing so well so I even saw you had like cards and stuff like that um, like, what do you do that's adaptive and creative in the field of public service? So I grew up serving at the Round Rock Serving Center, which is probably mm-hmm. around 15, 20 minutes away from the house I grew up in. Uh, and then when I got to college, I wanted to find a way to continue doing that, especially with NIL, with my mm-hmm. newfound platform. And just frankly, by earning money, I had an actual opportunity to get And That's very important. I'm a Christian and I believe in tithing, so I've been given a, a portion of all of my uh, proceeds, and, and now I've, you know, personally donated over forty thousand to the LA Regional Food Bank, and um, you know, throughout my through my platform, uh, I'm honestly, you know, proud of the work that we've done uh, to help others and, and, and bring more uh, bring more eyeballs to the program. And there's been folks from Bruin community, there's been folks from my community back home in Texas, there's been family members who have joined along with me to donate to the cause that I truly believe in. Oh, this is good, man. I, I think I need to come to California. I know so many people that I need to, I think I need to come and take a visit. So how yeah. have you sought or found the right environment to thrive athletically and intellectually? What do you do when you're determining which environment you're going to go to? Um, how do you like see through or sort through because I know 
um, for people like yourself whom I can see, I, I can speak from my own personal experiences. Sometimes it's not a matter of having opportunities, it's not an issue of having opportunities, but choosing the one that's the best fit for you. So what does that process look like for you, Jace? Uh, I mean, it, it depends on the situation. So when it comes to NIL, I choose my opportunities based off a of value system. I try to work with brands that align with me personally and where the brand that brand deal that they're offering me uh, is economically correct uh, and, and according to my market price and something that I build community value and empower others with. Uh, when, it, when it comes to choosing UCLA, it came down to really two main things. Great school with amazing history and, and particularly amongst the black athletes who have come here and changed the world from this campus. And then, uh, you know, I, I believe that it, it gives me the opportunity to play big time enough football to go to the NFL. And I still have one more year of eligibility and until that dream is gone, uh, I'm gonna continue working like that's the goal. Okay, well, I wish you all the best in that. So you Thank you. Yeah, by God's grace. So um, how do you maintain balance or good integration with all your responsibilities and accomplishments? What story or person has impacted you so that you can maintain these things? What story can you share that really speaks to you having a good integration uh, balance in your work life, um, in your fun life? I don't know how that looks like, what that looks like for you. Maybe more football, I don't know. Or the accomplishments. What story can you share to tell the audience that really speaks to the pop that area? Um, progress, progress in that area. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean I, I've had you know, a, a number of amazing mentors that, you know, I'll continue to foster relationships with. But mm -hmm. honestly, uh, as far as folks that um, I really revere in, in that way or, or idolize, maybe that's too strong of a word. It really just comes down to my parents. Okay. Just how committed they are to, to me, how committed they are to my sister and my little brother. Mm -hmm. um, I think the showcases you know, one day I want to be a parent. And same here, same here. Not anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, me too, me too, me too. Yeah. 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 No, I think I'm slow on that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But at the same time, uh, I know that all of this will be for something better than, you know, what I uh, I feel like it wouldn't just be worth it if I was doing it all for me. Um, okay. So, uh, by having that in the back of my mind at all times, I know that the decisions I'm making uh, are gonna have consequences in my life. And all I can do is continue to control what I can control to put myself in the best situation. And I really have always revered my parents. There's never really, you know, been a day, like everyone makes mistakes, but there's never been a day where I felt like, dang, like daddy or mama, does, no, they don't care about me or they're not committed to my upbringing or, or my success and I think in that same way uh, when you're raised by people who believe in you that way then you end up believing yourself that way and making that commitment to yourself yeah, I agree with that I agree with you completely you know, how people who will support you and with you to the, to the nth degree academic pursuits and your personal pursuits yeah that's good so um, in terms of advice what has been um that you've received that's really impacted you, that's really made uh, an impact on the way you operate. Um, maybe you can name a person or what they said or 
keep them anonymous, what has been some advice, as a fact that you personally, that you find echoing in your mind in those good days when you do so well and kind of helps you come back down to earth or, you know, those hard days in which you have to pick yourself back up? Right. Uh, for me, it's really been doing at least a verse a day every single morning. So, okay. so a Bible verse. And so I wake up every single day, say my prayer, get to the facility, and then review a Bible verse every day. And what that does is it puts me in the right frame of mind and helps remind me what really matters. Like yeah. when I have meetings and I have football, and I have an event to go to or an event to speak at, those are all amazing. But sometimes it's hard to find the red thread and all of it. And you said it best earlier. Like sometimes, uh, well, at all times, it's really just about glorifying God and spreading love to others. Mm. What we do on a daily basis is just the medium for us to practice that. Yeah, okay. So you said that earlier, and I really resonated with that. I think um, by reviewing a verse every single morning puts me in the right wavelength. And uh, it helps remind me that, yeah, every single thing I'm doing today uh, is worth it if I'm practicing this advice right here. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, man. You know, one of the things that comes from my faith perspective is that, you know, if you believe that God is leading you, you know, you're being led in triumph. No matter how it looks in the moment, the end result is going to be victory progress. What's been some of the most, um, what advice would you give to those listening? So like, say if someone sees you and they see all of the things you've done, other things that you are doing, um, what advice would you give to someone who either wants to play football in college, um, pursue an academic career? I know I admire student athletes highly because um, to be honest with you, it seems like you all do a lot in terms of managing school well and also managing um, the athletics well. Because, you know, even me, I've not really served as a student athlete in college, but you, you know, you exercise. And after you finish exercising, you're tired and fatigued. So you normally put that at the end of your day. So what advice would you give to someone who wants to follow in your footsteps or follow in a like manner? What advice would you give them? Well, I'd say look at the things that you really want to do and be the best in the world at them. Okay. And, um... And if it's something that you really want to do, you'll be naturally inclined to want to compete and, and want to do well in that. Uh, and then treat every single event like it's the Super Bowl. If it's a conversation with somebody, that's the most important conversation you're having that day. If, you, if you're walking past the janitor in the hallway and you gotta give them the head nod and acknowledge them and say, what's up? Like acknowledge them like that's the only person you're gonna see all day. And what you'll see is there's a lot of moments that happen throughout your day that become excellent. And as soon as you start practicing that type of level of performance mm-hmm. throughout your life, uh, good things are bound to happen. Uh, I, I think, you know, I can't plan how my future is going to go. But yeah. I think I think the Lord does give us the opportunity to have some agency as far as putting self, ourselves in the best position to receive those mm-hmm. blessings. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's good. That, that's very good, Chase. You know, I am so grateful I got the opportunity to chat with you today. Given all the work that you're doing, you know, I'm happy to like, do a publication with you, you know, write something with you because we can really support science and sports together. But anyway, we'll see how that plays out. Thank you again, Chase, for joining me today. 
um, once again, new student pharmacist podcast experience. It is so good how you're listening today. Take care and all the best. Thanks for listening to the podcast series, The New Student Pharmacist, where we discuss chemistry and pharmacy, as well as leaders in pharmacy careers, community, and chemistry and pharmacy research. We encourage you to support the work we are doing and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts by subscribing for free. We are so glad that you were able to tune in today. Note, the views on the podcast represent those of my guest, and I take care and all the best.